President Biden coming out yesterday uh, saying that one of our national security threats, by the way, he was at the border, didn't didn't talk about the migration as being a national security threat there. But in talking about cars, he says that he wants to erect more barriers to the importation and sale of Chinese vehicles, not necessarily because they pose an unfair trade threat, but because of a national security threat that may be within the software on those vehicles. So is it how how would it present itself? And is it already in the cars that we are driving that may have Chinese made components? Paul Eisenstein is senior contributing editor for Headlight dot news. That's dot news. And uh, Paul joins us live this morning. Hey there. Good morning. Good to be with you. Is, has this been percolate, percolating for a while, this idea that, I mean, that a Chinese vehicle could be like TikTok on wheels? Yes, that's what I was going to say, like TikTok. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because the idea that the Chinese may pose a number of threats using the Internet and various technology, that has been percolating quite some time. Uh, we've all been reading reports about how we know that Chinese hackers have been trying to get into uh, uh, into various accounts, whether it be the Pentagon, uh, our electric utilities, uh, hospitals, and so on. And so I guess we shouldn't be surprised at all that there's concern about them having access to vehicles. Uh, why? Because virtually every new vehicle coming out has some level of internet Connectivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all we all know that uh, the the days when it was a purely mechanical vehicle are long gone. Uh, virtually everything now has some sort of infotainment, touchscreens inside, and increasingly what they call over-the-air updates, much like what we have in our smartphones. This allows uh, an automaker, for example, uh, Tesla uses over-the-air updates to to resolve a number of issues when they've had recalls, where it can be solved with a software fix or to upload new software to add new features. Well, the concern is that the Chinese could also be able to use that to be able to, well, for example, upload uh, a, a toxic, if you will, a toxic feature, uh, could be tracking uh, information about individuals or even as uh, as a weapon to be able to scout out things, to be able to track, uh, say, military installations simply by having Americans driving those vehicles drive nearby some sensitive areas. And by the way, guess who was worried about this before we were? The Chinese. <laughs> Remember, there was a period when they were really limiting where Tesla vehicles could drive. Hmm. They were afraid the American government was spying on Chinese military installations through the technology on board Tesla vehicles sold there. Paul, you know, it's interesting to note that Chinese EV makers have been in, you know, eyeing other markets outside the United States. So what impact could this have the investigation on export strategies, especially like in regions like Southeast Asia and Europe? Well, the Chinese have been promising to become major export manufacturers for quite some time. And by the way, I should mention that in in the peculiar world of Chinese business, uh, their form of capitalism means that the government 
uh, or the military in particular, is involved in various ways in, in so many of the major corporations over there. This is not paranoia talking. It's a reality. We all know that. It's, uh, it's something that Wall Street's quite well aware of. Uh, the Chinese have, until recently, been largely focused on their own market. Their own market has begun to slow down. I'm talking the car market, mm -hmm. and they are now beginning to become major exporters. I mean, they're pretty. In what's, what's their penetration in Europe? It's quite significant, Paul. It's growing very rapidly. In one sense of how big they've become over there, uh, we had the the uh, Geneva Motor Show return for the first time since 2019. There aren't a lot of European automakers there, oddly enough. Only a handful of the big guys like Renault, but BYD, the big big. Chinese EV manufacturer is one of the players there. So Biden, in a statement saying yesterday, China's policies could flood our market with its vehicles, posing risks to our national security. They could collect sensitive data about our citizens and our infrastructure and send that data back to the People's Republic of China. Uh, not on my watch. Um, but but how real is this threat? I mean, right now, I think we've got, isn't it a, a 25 percent tariff that, that Trump put on Chinese assembled vehicles or something from BYD or another Chinese-based automaker. Um, he's sounding the alarm on something that doesn't seem to be very real yet because Chinese vehicles aren't coming into this country. Or is the threat in the components are. that are already here? Oh, what, what was what, uh, po Polar? You already have the Buick Envision coming in. Uh, some of the Volvo vehicles, particularly electric vehicles, are coming in from China. Polestar. Uh, so no, yeah, uh, Polestar is the other one. So we have at least three manufacturers that are bringing Chinese products in. And the other trick that uh, we're hearing about is that they will join a large number of foreign manufacturers setting up shop in China. So they'll be able to get around seemingly the, the uh tariffs and restrictions simply by moving things up using uh, uh using the uh, north american free trade agreement or the whatever they want to call it now uh with the revision that came out of the, the Trump mca or yeah yeah usmca yeah, what, whatever call call it nafta too yeah. uh so <laughs> that's one one way that they could very easily get around it uh there, there's little doubt the chinese are eyeing us even if it were the most benign reasons for wanting to come to the United States, even if you don't believe uh, that that uh, they're going to spy on us or use that. And by the way, one of the things that worries is, uh, what if you have a couple million vehicles from China imported here uh, with the technology that they have a back door to, and let's say things get a little too hot between the U.S. and China, they simply send a code that shuts their vehicles down right. while they're on the highway. Right. Uh, remotely access and disable right. them. Uh, mm -hmm. Very quickly before I let you go, uh, the inflation report seemed to indicate yesterday that the, some consumer spending is retracting a bit, especially when it comes to cars and trucks. We know that delinquency rates are up on car loans and car loan uh, rejections seem to be up. Just give us a quick status report on the market, Paul. We've only got about 90 seconds left. We've been hearing the car market would go into a deep recession for, what, three years now? Yeah, the numbers aren't quite as good as they were, but the numbers were looking extremely better than anybody had expected them to be. So uh, for the moment, I'm just saying, yeah, a little hiccup. I'm not particularly worried about it. Okay. Paul, amazingly brief. Thank you uh, so yes. much. We appreciate that. <laughs> you the man. <laughs> Have a great weekend, my friend, and thank us, uh, th thanks for helping us put this into context. Interesting story. Thanks.
We'll get you updated on the major headlines of the day. There is a new entry into the race for the U.S. Senate. It's a familiar name who once upon a time rejected the label Republican. Now he says he's GOP again. That story just ahead.